Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Live. You're down with Rappaport. Yes, I am. 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 You better tune in. I am Rappaport.com. Cause every single podcast, you know he drops bombs. I seen him on set. A seasoned vet with true talent. Catch him on his way to CrossFit. Rocking the new balance. He asked me to do the track cause he know I rhyme elite. But I'm just waiting for the Robert De Niro line of the week. Breakfast of champions. Toasted bagel, cream cheese, and locks. This is I am Rappaport. The show never stops. We might catch him out in public. Stretching his knees. But if you don't listen to the show, yo, wiggle please. Wiggle please. This is the Boom, the dust has settled. Biggity boom, the dust has settled. The NBA Finals are set. The Boston Celtics came close, but no cigar. You fuck you. Breaking that down. Plus, breaking down my tears. My tears of NBA hate and beyond. And a great Memorial Day weekend, but we never forget the servicemen and women who have served this country. We never forget the people that are currently serving this country. And we also never forget why pig dick Donald Trump is a no good, despicable, dirty con man. All that morning, fantastic, hard-hitting I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers, respectfully. Start this puppy off with something real nice. Start this puppy off with something real loud. But most importantly, start this I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast off with something 
real funky. I am rap for stereo pockets. Let's fucking go. Do it one more time. Biggity boom. Have no fear. The I Am Rap Report Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, have no fear. The I Am Rap Report Stereo Podcast is here. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Ziggity Zone of Disruption. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. the Sultan of Sniff, a.k.a. the Raging Bullshitter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you are now rocking with the very, very best, the World's most disruptive podcast, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Boom. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct from New York City, Nueva York, respectfully. Hope everybody had a fantastic Memorial Day weekend, long weekend. Jump right into this puppy. The uh, Boston Celtics had a chance to make history, but they didn't. And it made me so happy. It affected my sleep. I was elated. The adrenaline, the excitement, the passion that I felt from watching the Boston Celtics get Oh, so close once again, but Humpty Dumpty fell down that fucking hill. Bill Simmons, Marky Mark, the Funky Bunch, Bobby Orr, Robert Parrish, Tom Brady, you fuck, Bill Belichick, Carl Yastrzemski. Carlton Fisk, David Ortiz, all you motherfuckers, Danny Ainge, Red Auerbach, all of you fucks. You like that? Motherfuckers walking around with signs saying, why not us? Because you're assholes. It gives me such fucking joy, such satisfaction. To see what happened, happened. And in Boston, it happened in Boston. You thought, oh, we got lucky with the bullshit. Put back from that little Elmo looking motherfucker on the Boston Celtics. I mean, that motherfucker looks like a straight up Muppet. Little Derek White. And I know your story. It's a great story. I don't give a fuck. It was fantastic. The NBA is and always will be fantastic. And I don't care about Jason Tatum's ankle injury. I don't care about any of it. Watching them lose the way they lost 
getting oh so close. And remember last year in the NBA Finals, they had a two games to one lead versus the Golden State Warriors with a lead going into the fourth quarter, but they fucked that up also. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. And some people might go, some skeptics, some critics might say, Mike Rapp, what are you talking about? You're rooting for the Miami Heat? And I break it down like this. There's tears. Tears, not T-E-A-R-S, like I'm crying tears. No, tears, levels. And the tears of hate, the tears of disdain work like this in the Eastern Conference with the teams. Obviously, I was deep in my, I can't stand the Miami Heat I can't stand Ronnie Cycli. I can't stand Alonzo Mourning. I can't stand Pat Riley. I can't stand D. Wade. I can't stand any of these motherfuckers from the Miami Heat when the Knicks were playing the Heat. But then the Knicks lost to the Heat game six, six games, second round. Great. So the tears of hate shift. Because the Boston Celtics advanced and the Boston Celtics were playing the Miami Heat. And I just have to wait and let the tears of hate naturally, organically do what they're going to do. I have hated the Boston Celtics. I have hated the Boston Red Sox. I have hated... The Boston Bruins, I have hated the New England Patriots my entire life. The Miami Heat, however, are only 35 years old. I am 53 years old. Do the math. I'm not going to do it for you. huh? I ain't going to do that math for you. So the tears of hate, the tears of disdain work like this. The Miami Heat are playing the Boston Celtics. Now I'm rooting Somehow, some way for the Miami Heat. It confuses me as much as it might confuse you. But first and foremost, just because the Knicks get bumped out, just because the Golden State Warriors get bumped out, doesn't mean I'm not going to enjoy and invest my emotions in the NBA Finals. No. No, that, that's not going to happen. It's the playoffs. I love it. I love it so much. So I find myself rooting for the Miami Heat to dismantle the Boston Celtics. And it looked like they were going to beat them in five games. Some people thought four games. And lo and behold, the Celtics came back and pushed it to seven games. And as I was watching game seven, I, I resented that I was even having to watch Game seven, I resented that there was even a game seven being played. But it just made it so much sweeter to watch them fall apart once again in Boston. They fell apart in Boston. Not the Boston Garden, the TD Garden, whatever the fuck 
TD stands for? I don't know. I don't care. It's probably some bank. Who cares? And some people say Mike Rapp, but but you 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 say you love performing in Boston. Uh, this has nothing to do with the people of Boston. This has to do with Boston sports and Boston sports fans. Listen, if you don't understand it, you don't understand sports. And now you say, Mike Rapp, who are you going to root for? Are you going to root for the Miami Heat? Or are you going to root for the Denver Nuggets? Oh, 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 that's very easy. I'm rooting for the fucking Denver Nuggets to beat the Miami Heat. The tears of hate have shifted once again. I got the Joker and Jamal beating the Miami Heat in six games. Boom. Six fucking games games. And you know who's going to be in Denver during the finals? Me. Oh yeah. I'll be performing out in Denver the 15th, 16th, and 17th of June at Comedy Works Denver, which is going to be dope. And uh, before that, I'll be in Rhode Island June 8th, 9th, and 10th. And then in the 11th, I'll be in Chicopee, Chicopee, Massachusetts, Massachusetts, Boston, Boston, Massachusetts, you get it. Anyway, I got a bunch of shows coming up. All tickets, all information is available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com, michaelrappaportcomedy.com, the 8th, 9th, and 10th in Rhode Island, the 11th in Chicopee. And the 15th, 16th, and 17th, I'll be in Denver, Colorado, where the NBA Finals will be taking place. And like I said, I got Denver in six, bitch. Denver in six. Listen, you had my support. You're lucky you even had my support, Miami. But if you think I'm rooting for you guys to win a fucking NBA championship, you could, I don't know what you're smoking, ha. Speaking of smoking, I didn't want to do it, Scotty Pippen, but I think you either need to start smoking or need to stop smoking, whatever it is. You may or may not be smoking because you sound bananas on the yard. You sound crazy on the yard. You look crazy. Let me tell you something, Duke. Them dreadlocks, them twists, whatever the fuck you got going on, Scotty Pippen, they don't look right. You already got the long face with the long nose. You look crazy. And you've been talking crazy about Michael Jordan a few times. And I ain't no Michael Jordan apologist. But the shit that you're saying about Michael Jordan is so off the fucking wall. This dude said that Michael Jordan was a horrible player. And he was horrible to play with. Take a listen. LeBron will be the greatest statistical guy to ever play the game of basketball. And there's no comparison to him. None. So, does that make him the greatest player to ever play the game? I'll leave that out for debating. Because I don't believe that there's a great player. Because our game is a team game. And one player can't do it. Like, i seen Michael Jordan play before I came to play with the Bulls. You guys seen him play. He's a horrible player. He was horrible to play with. He was all one-on-one. 
He's shooting bad shots. And all of a sudden, we become a team and we start winning. Everybody forgot who he was. Everybody forgot who he was. He was a player that really winning wasn't at the top of his category. It was scoring. He was going at the scoring titles. What is the problem? What is the problem, Scottie Pippen? Like, wh- what happened? You you don't really believe that. And also, who the fuck is you? Who are you? You had a chance when he was gone. You couldn't do it. You just couldn't do it. But for you to say that Jordan was a, a horrible player and he was horrible to play with, like, come on, man. What is the problem? And just just a year ago, two years ago, you was on ESPN saying this, Miles Jordan, play that clip. My problem is more so with LeBron. You can't say you're the greatest player. You have to allow your peers in the world to say that. Michael Jordan has never, ever said he's the greatest player to ever play the game. Why? He's respected all the other players before him. So for LeBron to say that, he's sort of pulling himself out of it. I think it's pretty great that a guy won three titles, Mm -hmm. left for two years, came back and won three more. That is considered greatness to me. My man, I don't know if you're smoking. I don't know if you're not smoking. But you need to do either more smoking or less smoking or more drinking or less drinking because you sound bananas. You sound bitter and bananas and everybody likes Scottie Pippen. But at the end of the day, who the fuck were you before Michael Jordan? You went to a little college. It worked out fantastic. You guys did something that will probably never be done again. What went wrong? Is it because your ex-wife? Listen, it probably is because of that. It's probably because his ex-wife, Larsa Pippen, from the Real Housewives of Miami, respectfully, is now getting piped out by Michael Jordan's son. Yo, let me tell you something. There's a lot of different things that could happen in a divorce, and your ex-wife is going to go out there and get piped out. That's just that's just the way it works. Just like you're going to go out there and pipe down. But that's got to sting. That has got to sting that his ex-wife is now with, and it ain't just some, some fling. She's with Michael Jordan's son. Damn. And to make matters worse, like, yo, Scottie Pippen, turn your 4K on. Like, I'm sure you're doing that video on in, in, on an iPhone. Like, go to your settings and fix your settings because your shit looks blurry. Like, I know you're an older dude and some older dudes, you know, don't know how to use their phones and all that. But you're not 79, Duke. Like, you're Scottie Pippen. Fix your settings, turn the, the, the 4K on. And I, I, I just don't understand. I don't understand why with Scottie Pippen, 
why he would go on Instagram Live. It, it wasn't even like at a like at a function for like Nike or like a liquor company or you know like an autograph signing. It was on Instagram Live. You're Scotty Pippen. That's why I think he might have been wet. He seemed like he was wet. Speaking of wet, speaking of wet, speaking of true romance, speaking of that Dick Ritchie, your Dick Ritchie, my Dick Ritchie, respectfully, no Bruno. This episode is brought to you by Blue Chew, Blue Chew, the best of the best. When you're talking about high performance in the bedroom, wanting to get your fuck style buck wild, true blue, blue chew dick pills. The best of the best. Listen, there's no shame in your game. There should be no shame in your game, gentlemen. Remember when you were always ready to go, okay? Well, listen. It could be uh, uh, there could be a number of things that could distract you from putting out your best performance. Well, Blue Chew has the answer. It's a unique service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, but it's chewable in a chewable tablet at the fraction of the cost. You could take them anytime, day, night. So you could plan ahead and be ready, ready for action, ready to roll in the bedroom, in the kitchen, in the dining room, wherever you plan on laying it down. And one of the best things about Blue Chew, it was shipped right to your door. You don't have to go to the doctor. You don't have to have any weird conversations. They're made in the United States, prepared and shipped in a discreet Package, does it work? Yes, it works. Do you think you need it? Try it. Try it for free for a month and see. You're going to love it. You are going to be loving it. Your partner's going to be loving it. And if you got some new partners in your life, they say first impressions are important. But what about lasting impressions? Go to Blue Chew. Dot com bluechew.com try bluechew free use the promo code rap20 at checkout pay just 5 bucks for shipping that's bluechew.com the promo code is rap r a p 20 to receive your first month free visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information and we thank bluechew for sponsoring this Episode. I am Rappaport Podcast. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. 
We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What else is going on? The series Succession came to an end, and I really like that show. You know, I I, I like that show, but it's not like I ever want to watch that show again. I mean, if I watched it, it would just be for the acting. The acting was fucking great the entire time. Just such subtle, specific, understated acting across the board. And uh, none of those actors, the two brothers, well, Macaulay Culkin's brother, Kieran Culkin, I've seen before, but the girl, um, Shiv and Roman, um, I had never seen before. And uh, I just thought it was great. It's fun. It's great. Um, a lot of discussion online about this, that, and the third. You know, I watched the show. I watched the show. I got from it what I want to get from it and what I'm going to get from it. I'm not going to go back, look for fucking Easter eggs. I'm not going to go back. Well, in episode seven of season one at the 31 minute mark, I'm not doing all that. Like people get obsessed online. Like you got to look at this and you got, you know, sometimes it's not that serious. You know, they're trying to put the pieces together. It's over. They're not real people. It's over. The show's over. It's not The Sopranos. 
And, you know, it's the, the, it, I get it. People are fans. I'm a fan. I mean, I did it with The Sopranos. I, I just don't want to do it with Succession because the characters are just, they're miserable. They're likable, lovable, miserable fucks, but they are not like people you want to, like, hang around with. Like, they just a miserable fucking family who can't stand each other, who stabbed each other in the back to the bitter end. And that's what made it enjoyable. But it's over for me. I don't know why, like something on my 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 social media is something, my, my algorithm, it's like I can't get out of fucking succession hell. Like I'm just in there over and over and over and over. I want out. Um, I've been watching uh, more Vanderpump Rules. And guys, listen, ladies, gentlemen, people of all ages, I, I tell you once, if, if you want to, people are like, oh, what are you watching? Vanderpump Rules, season four, episode 15. That's where I'm at. There's 24 episodes of season four, and it's fucking good. It's fun. It's entertaining. It's It's funny. Yeah, there, I said it. I'm not going to try to twist your arm, okay? I gave you the high end, high end of Succession. If you never watched Succession, you want a fun, good show to watch, go watch Succession. You want a great reality TV show that just sustains a high level episode after episode, season after season, go watch Vanderpump Rules, other than that, I, I don't know what to tell you. You know, there's baseball on. The WNBA is started, I guess. I don't know. I don't care. And the NBA is happening. I, I could only give so many different suggestions. There's only so much time in the fucking day that one should be and can be consuming television. I, I gave it to you. Succession, Vanderpump, or the NBA? The fuck? What else is going on? I didn't do shit this weekend, this Memorial Day weekend. You know, I'm still dealing with this voice thing. We were chilling, me and my wife, we were chilling in New York. It was beautiful weather. Did a six-mile walk in Central Park, which was gorgeous. This is the perfect time of the year. This time of the year is just fantastic. And we're heading into June. We are heading into June. We're almost halfway through 2023, if you could believe that shit. But I just chilled, ate good, chilled good, and enjoyed the weekend. You know, Memorial Day weekend always... You want to pay respect to the people that serve this country, that are currently serving this country. And then you want to pay respect and never forget the piece of shit that pig dick Donald Trump is, who infamously said that he prefers his war heroes not to be locked up. I would say that would be one of the vaulting points of me jumping on his ass, no Bruno, he said that about John McCain, the former senator. Was he a senator or was he a governor? I don't even know. 
that I, I don't even know. I don't even care. The fact that that was some of the, that's the way he would talk shit about somebody who served the country knowing that you, you're you a draft dodger. Pig dick Donald Trump is, of, of course, a infamous uh, alleged draft dodger. And then of, uh, he also said that why would he go to the World War II cemetery, one of the World War II cemeteries, because the American service members who died in World War I were losers and suckers. This is uh, verified, allegedly. And if you are a fan of Dick Stain Donald Trump, one of the reasons why you're a fan of Dick Stain Donald Trump is because he talks shit. And doesn't that sound like something he would say? Doesn't that sound like something he would say, why should I go to that cemetery? It's filled with losers. Of course he would say something like that. Doesn't it, he, he said it on camera about McCain. He's not a war hero. I like people who weren't captured. You fat fuck. You fat piggy, you oink oink. Anyway, we came... We saw, we diggity disrupted. We came, we saw, we disrupted. I want to give a shout out to Mr. and Mrs. Davis, two-year anniversary, the Davises, respectfully. And I want to give a shout out to anybody else who's uh, celebrating anything. And I want to make sure that everybody worldwide is feeling good, feeling safe, feeling sane, and taking care of yourself one way or another, however the fuck you need to do it. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers, uh, let's end this puppy. Take me out of here with something real nice. Take me out of here with something real loud, but most importantly, end this puppy with something real funky. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. I'm out. makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.